0: Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello, and welcome to Headliner Radio, where we are delighted to be joined by Jordan Omley, an LA based music producer and songwriter who has worked with the likes of the Backstreet Boys, Brandy, Lady Gaga, Neo. Tori Kelly, Leona Lewis and the Pussycat Dolls to name but a few. Uh, throughout his career he has consistently explored new musical directions working across pop, rap, R&B, country, film scoring and even video game scoring. He is also the co-founder of Station Little, a brand that works to develop children's learning and education through music and animation. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you and whereabouts in the yeah. world are you joining us from?
1: Thanks so much, man. Uh, And thank you for having me. I'm in Los Angeles, um, about 10 minutes outside of North Hollywood, where uh, our studios are based out of.
0: Fantastic. So we're here today to have a chat about Station Little. Um, And I was wondering if we could start right at the very beginning with this. Can you just tell us a little bit about how you got started with Station Little and kind of what this brand and concept is all about?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, Station Little was actually born from uh, just being around six nieces and nephews that are all under the age of 10. Um, I'm very family oriented and I'm, and I'm constantly able to see what they're ingesting online. Um, and it was shocking to me the amount of stuff that they were watching that was animated, but had no substance. It was sort of like all these people out there just making, uh, animated channels to get kid viewership up. But then they weren't giving them anything healthy to, um, to ingest. So Station Little was kind of born out of necessity. I felt like there was a big kind of gaping hole in the marketplace for, um, someone that could make something that would be entertaining for kids to watch and would be a, a resource for parents to use, but also healthy for them to consume. Um, so I approached my production partner, Lewis, uh, and we started to come up with the idea of what we loved the sound of um, musically. Everything we saw online at the time, uh, from Coco Melon to other um, online channels. Was, was for lack of a better word, very cringy. The music uh, for kids wasn't appealing to parents. And when I started talking to parents and talking to educators, I found out very quickly that they didn't like having it on because they couldn't stand the sound of it. <laughs> um, and as a songwriter, that was something that I noticed early was just everything that's animated doesn't sound very good. So, you know, I started asking people, well, what do you like the sound of with your kids? And the common answer was always Disney films. Pixar movies. These things are beautifully scored. They have amazing singers. They're great, uh, really well-written songs. Um, And so we started thinking, well, why is there nothing out there um, that's educational, character-building life lessons, but also sounds awesome? Um, So that was the birthplace of Station Little. And that's kind of what we spent two years creating, um, was a program where we could deliver weekly content for kids, but something that parents like to have on in the house.
0: Okay. I mean, that's... uh... That's a, that's a really good idea, you know, because I think most parents will, will identify with that, as you say. The um, the stuff that the kids have on in the background isn't always the most enjoyable uh, yeah, thing for the, for, sure. for the parents to, to be sure. listening to. Um, okay, well, that's really interesting. I mean, what kind of platforms does this exist on? Is this uh, kind of web-based stuff? Is it an app? Is it, you know... What kind of, yeah, for uh, now it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, We, the initial goal, we were going to launch it exclusively on YouTube, um, as a weekly series, which we've done. We've just released our 27th episode. Uh, we've been live for about eight months. Uh, but we're also on all the DSPs. So anywhere that you stream your favorite songs, anywhere you stream music in the car or, uh, on your devices, you can find station little music. Um, and so it started as a web-based project. Um, what was interesting to us is it sort of caught on like wildfire in the school systems because there was nothing educational for kids, um, that also the teachers were excited to play when we finally gave them something. And I started taking some meetings with school boards, um, they were so excited about the idea that it just started going from school to school to school, uh, sort of as a modern way to teach music, uh, in the classrooms, because they were embedded with these awesome life lessons um so now it's in schools we just uh, actually landed in our 100th school so it was a little bit of a milestone for us um and now we're taking station little from just the internet to more tangible items like an entire uh, book series that we're getting ready to launch so we've got our first two children's books coming out next month
0: oh fantastic um i mean what what can you tell us about those? But how how has it been sort of moving from doing things on a, you know, for a YouTube channel as opposed to, uh, you know, as you say, a tangible physical object?
1: Um, It's interesting because I started as a poet, you know, so songwriting to me came, came second. I was, you know, the kid in elementary school and junior high that entered in all the poetry contests. So I grew up loving to write and and always had the passion for it. I also love to sing. So that, handed itself into songwriting naturally and and was able to give me a great career and now i'm going back to uh transitioning from not exclusively just songwriting but now doing this book writing so it's a little full circle and and that's pretty awesome for me um the process is more or less the same we're writing great short stories um that are perfect for before bedtime, perfect before nap time for parents to get involved with their kids. We we don't want it to just be a generation of parents that rely on devices to raise their children. And I think anybody with small kids probably understands that struggle of it's easy to just give my kid the iPad or turn on the television yeah. and entertain them and i-parent them. Uh and and there is a time and place for that because that is the way of the future and and you need them to understand all of that stuff. But there's also something sort of amazing about the idea of just sitting down with your kids with a book, a hard copy object, and getting involved with them one-on-one and reading and sharing the photos and doing things like that. And that was sort of the birthplace of of this book series. And that's what we're doing with every book that we release.
0: Fantastic. Um, I was also wondering if you could talk to us a little bit about um, the uh contest that you guys are going to be running which headliner is actually proud to be partnering with you on um but i was i was wondering if you could you know share a few of the details um on that with us uh for anyone who may not be aware of it yet at the time of recording this uh you know we're we're uh not far away from launching this but you know can you can you give people an idea as to what this is all about how they might be able to uh to get involved and, and what you're essentially looking for from this of course.
1: And yeah, thanks to Headliner for helping support this contest. Um, this is a fun one for us. You know, th- so far, every one of our station little songs have been written and produced by myself and my partner, Lewis. Uh, this is the first time where we're sort of pulling back the curtain and opening up, uh, the idea of giving the next great songwriter out there a chance, mm-hmm. um, to be involved with a great project and, and a, and, a great organization. So this is the Make the Melody contest. Um, as songwriters, we usually start with a great melody and build a song from there. We'll add lyrics, we'll add music to it, and we'll add singers and kind of build it up. So on this one, we want to start with reaching out to all the songwriters from around the world and saying, give us your strongest melody that you feel like sounds like a hit. We're going to listen to everything. We're going to go through it. We're going to pick a bunch of finalists, and then we're going to pick a grand prize winner to bring in and actually be a part of the project. Um, to create a song together and, and watch that come to life and be out in the marketplace and have them share in the publishing credits and have them share in the revenue from that song and just sort of kind of give back and let someone else have a chance to break into the music business through their talents. So that's what we're looking for It's just great songwriting starts.
0: Fantastic. I mean, that, that's quite an interesting area. I find the whole, uh, you know, songwriting for, for, for this kind of platform for for children's uh whether it's for tv uh or, or you know entertainment of any kind because it really is all about melody isn't it you know you've got to be yeah, super hooky super catchy um has your you know background working in in the pop and music industry as a songwriter given you any uh you know sort of expertise on on how to sort of navigate writing the perfect melody uh for uh for for children's content or is it a a different beast altogether you know how does uh how does the experiences that you've had so far inform the way that you approach writing for for station little
1: well i think it can be as different as you want it to be um i think a lot of people associate kids music with nursery rhymes and i think there are a lot of great channels out there that provide those sort of nursery rhyme very entry-level melodies that are easy to ingest and easy to replicate and sing back. Um, and so there's a huge portion of the population that loves those and needs those sort of melodies. I think where Station Little comes in is a little bit above that. Uh, we sort of take over where maybe nursery rhymes leave off. Um, we cater more towards the fans of Disney films that love just an amazing moment, an amazing section of a song, sort of like when you watch X-Factor or American Idol and the singers do that big glorious moment and everybody stands up and cheers and and it kind of gives you chills. Um, We try to incorporate moments like that in our songs. And I think that people like Disney and Pixar are so brilliant at doing that. Um, and so we, we model after just hit songwriting. We try to bring everything that we've learned from success we've had on radio and and bring that to writing these songs for kids and families so that parents love to listen to it and feel like not just the kids want to sing along, but we're getting messages every day from parents saying they're listening to the songs even without their kids. They're just loving um sort of singing along and learning the the records themselves, which was a surprise and awesome to hear. And 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 I think that was the whole goal behind what we do is to use world class vocalists. To write great melodies that people want to sing, um, and then make sure that we're baking in positive messages into every one of these songs.
0: Yeah, it's 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 an incredible skill, isn't it? I think that uh, you know when you're writing music and songs for for for, for children for for an, an audience that young, I almost wonder if sometimes people might underestimate just how challenging that is because it's you know trying to come up with something that is incredibly. Catchy, melodic, is going to catch on with those, you know, catch on with with that type of audience. That's not something that you know, just any songwriter can do either. It's quite a quite a specific skill set you need there. Um, that I, I think you know, perhaps isn't quite as um, recognized as you know the, the the songwriters of the the more conventional pop pop world, etc. etc. Et sure. et you know, it's yeah. almost there could almost be a sense amongst some that oh, well, it's it's writing for kids. You know, kids will. Are they going to be that discerning almost? Do you know what I mean? But I, I think they're probably the most discerning audience out there because they don't they are, if they yeah. don't like something, then then, yeah. then it's not going to land with them. And then you've got a very unhappy customers to deal with, haven't you?
1: Well, and not to mention that, they are the most discerning and also they're the most loyal. If a kid yeah. loves a song, they are going to listen to that song again and again and again until the parents are just pulling their hair out. So I think <laughs> that there's something I think a lot of the songwriters out there are so focused on being cool and trying to write the next trendy, you know, groundbreaking thing that they don't really think about just writing great material that's, you know, can help kids and families get through some tough days. And I think that's where we we come in line is I hung up my cool hat years ago. I'm not worried about that anymore. (laughs) I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to make something that, you know, educators and parents and kids uh, can fall in love with. And so every day I kind of get up and try to figure out, okay, what can I write it's going to make that work and it's all guessing really you know i can think i wrote a hit but it's up to the kids it's up to the parents yeah. and it's you know it's up to the the listener and sometimes i'm right sometimes i'm not so thankfully more often than not in my career i've been right but um that's yeah that's the process for sure it's a, it's a lot of guesswork
0: yeah so when did you first decide that you were going to build the station little brand. Did you have a, a light bulb moment that kind of sparked this idea or um, was it something that sort of developed in your mind over time? You know, what was the, uh, the genesis of, uh, of station little, if you like.
1: You know, I get asked this question a lot, um, in my songwriting career as well. If, you know, some of my bigger songs came from just aha moments or were they really calculated and it's always kind of different, but in this one, it actually was a light bulb moment. Uh, my wife and I are really big fans of going to the cinema. Uh, we were before our new, <laughs> our newborn son was born. And I think those days are gone, but we used to go to the cinema about three, four days a week, actually. And I get inspired from movies all the time. And we were watching Frozen 2 together, uh, which is a great animated film. Um, and during the film, I sort of had this kind of feeling of like a warm blanket come over me. Like I just felt something happening in my soul when i was listening to this brilliant music in the film and it it hit me that why can't anybody figure out how to make these amazing sounding pop songs but give them educational substance so that the school systems of america which are struggling so much with their arts and music departments um, can have something that they feel proud to let kids learn and so i literally left the movie theater about halfway into the film um my wife stayed and watched the rest of the movie, but I was outside just writing notes furiously in my notepad on my phone. And when she got out, I said, I've got something that's going to change our life. Um, We're going to shift focus on what we do. uh, And we're going to create this kid series that sounds like what we just listened to, but is educational based. Um, And she kind of looked at me like I was a crazy person. Um, But, anybody that knows me know, once I get, you know, my teeth sunk into an idea, there's just no letting go. And, and that was the birthplace of it, it was literally while we were sitting there watching frozen two in the theater. Yeah. Wow. That's, that is quite a cool story actually
0: <laughs> to, yeah.
1: to, to have that kind of
0: moment. Yeah. Um,
1: and it took two years to then build it, by the way, it wasn't an overnight thing. It's a lot of work full yeah. time. Just, you know, I, I didn't come from an animation background, so we had to go out find animators. We had to go out and, Take meetings with school boards, take- me- meetings with you know parenting groups and find out exactly what they wanted their kids to be learning about you know yeah. and and that was a lot of work. The research alone was about six months' worth of kind of full time doing all of that
0: wow um what can you what can you tell us about the rest of the station little team you know the artists and the writers that you work with how How did you come by those other? Uh, members of the team and what kind of working relationship do you all have how does the uh how does that team kind of operate and and collaborate together
1: yeah um sorry if you pick up any sound effects from my son eating right now but uh (laughs) (laughs) for those of you Um, listening that don't know i have a four-month-year-old and right now during this amazing interview is when he (laughs) wanted to eat so uh, apologies if you're getting any microphone (laughs) bottle sounds but um Station Little's made up of uh, three people, mainly. It's uh, myself, my wife, Susie, who uh, is the producer of all of the animated part of Station Little that you see. And then my music production partner, Louis Biancanello. Him and I are the songwriting and music production part of Station Little. Um, and then the three of us wear as many other hats as we possibly can in making this thing happen every week. Um So those are the primary team. But we have an amazing YouTube team. Um, Josh and Ethan that have been there since day one that help us make sure that we're doing all the right steps um, every week when we put up a new episode. Um, and we've got great people on board that help service our music to all the distributors out there. So it really is a team effort. Um, we have been lucky enough as songwriters and producers to build up a roster of amazing vocal talent um, that we've called on. Um, anywhere from demo singers that we really love and just want to give a chance to sing on a record all the way up to good friends of ours, like the Backstreet Boys who sang on one of our songs um, and sort of everything in between. So yeah, we've got, uh, we've got all kinds of amazing talent that have lent their voices over 23 different vocalists so far on the project.
0: Fantastic. I mean, I was, you know, I was also wondering that you, I know you mentioned earlier, you know, that within these songs, you, you also try and make sure that there's kind of like positive messages in there and that there's, you know, as well as melody, and, you know, good songwriting at the core, that there's a, a kind of nice positive message being reinforced through the music as well. I, I just wanted to see if you could elaborate on that a little bit and maybe tell us if there are any key, I don't know, uh, you know, values uh, that maybe exist within the group that you that you try and convey through the music.
1: Yeah, I think there are. I mean, I think when you, as a songwriter, when you go to try to figure out what you're going to write about next, there's sort of this endless sea of ideas um, in the kids education world and child development world that that narrows a little bit. Um, and, and it's sort of a different hat that you put on. We try to focus on things that are positive. Um, that sort of reinforce doing good in this world. So everything that we try to write about is stuff that I would be proud for my son to learn. Um, we focus on things like healthy eating. We focus on things like the ability to, Uh, understand how important it is to share with people we're doing song ideas to help kids through tough times like pandemics that they've never been through Mm. and understand then that even going through a tough time everything's going to be okay um and so i think we're always just trying to focus on what's going to make someone feel good at the end of it uh and that's primarily our focus in coming up with these song ideas
0: okay cool i mean i know that uh with station little the the kind of core audience, it seems, is kids that are sort of coming out of the toddler phase. Uh, you know, hmm. maybe moving into preschool, elementary school. Um, is there any kind of um, uh, sort of sense or intention, rather, to to create a, a, a curriculum uh, in which you can kind of develop the Station Little content and push it on into the next phase of the of, of that child's development or that audience's development? There actually is. Um, I spent
1: about two months creating a curriculum. When I first went to the school boards and talked about uh, introducing Station Little into the schools, they loved the sound of it. But it was more like uh, a response of, "Okay, well, how can we teach this? Like, I understand that these songs are healthy for kids. I get that they're entertaining. um, But to be allowed into a school district uh, is very difficult. You have to go through an immense amount of red tape. And I sort of had to go back to the drawing board on how do we make this a teachable moment? Um, So I started creating a curriculum for educators to use uh, in a classroom environment where that's sort of the next evolution in Station Little is taking it from the home um, and the cars, which is where parents are consuming it right now for their kids to listen to, and bringing it into the classrooms, so yeah, we created an entire educational curriculum that's amazing. Um, the school systems have been absolutely um, on fire about it and it's been spreading every week. We're getting added into new schools. So yeah, we've we've got a real awesome teachable program um, that we're incorporating, that we're trying to build out to more uh, of an audience to eventually be able to have that curriculum as an available resource for parents to take into the home as well.
0: Amazing. And have you you know had many uh you know not just in the research phase but you know s- since you've been operating have you had any conversations with uh with parents or even the kids themselves um that have helped uh, maybe inspire or put, push you in different directions or reinforce perhaps the, the the work that you're doing i just wondered if you've had any uh kind of constructive chats with uh yeah with parents and and kids since uh you know, you know since you've launched
1: Actually, all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so cool because we get messages almost daily from parents that are uh, that you know might mention a song that they love that their kid really uh, latches onto. But then they're also suggesting, hey, um, maybe try a song like this as well. This is something that you know I would love for my kid to learn. And our ideas are coming from real life. You know, we'll be out in public and we'll see. You know, a, a kid with their parent going through a situation in real time. And kind of my wife and I'll look at each other and be like, you know, that's a great idea for a song. And we put it in our notes. And then next time we're in the studio, we break it out. So yeah, I think we're inspired every day. I mean, we have people that that bring us amazing ideas for songs all the time and just going through life itself. You know, I think whether you have a kid or not, you can understand how important it is to just wake up and do good in this world. And I think that that's where we get our song ideas from. It's just the real people out there that are doing good and, and trying to focus on how did they get to that point.
0: Yeah. Incredible. Well, you know, at the the time of recording this, uh, you know, we are looking forward to uh, launching the the contest um, uh, for, you know, uh, new and aspiring songwriters. um, And we wish you all the very best with the book launch as well. Um, Oh, thank you so much. But uh, yeah, it's, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure having you on the show Jordan really enjoyed it and um it's fascinating to hear what's going on and as a as a parent of a, a toddler myself you know I'm, I find it particularly <laughs> fascinating so um and you know anything awesome. that can anything that can bring <laughs> more enjoyable music into the house um on that level is uh is it thing. I
1: understand you yeah. know that was as I said that was the starting point is just hearing parents and listening to what parents kept saying so um <laughs> hopefully you can play station little for your little one and and enjoy what they're hearing and hopefully walk away feeling like you guys learned something awesome
0: absolutely i certainly will well
1: thank you so much and uh, we wish you all the best all right take care thank you so much for the time i really appreciate it headliner radio supporting the creative community